When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next Monday here on a big show called to defend three weeks remaining in the regular season 2023 MLB. Hanging with your boy, John McGaze of the big man with the big mouth for the big apple. Big Johnny Stud. Follow me up on Twitter at John McGaze. That'll stream you line you to all my work. It finally happened, so free. So please, if you have not done so, now is the time. Follow along with the show. Real time if you want, later on if you can. All the data that we drop, all the split stuff, algo scores, it's all 100% free. USA, USA, and sometimes Canada. A lot of times Canada, I'll tell you, man, very funny. I've always had an affinity for like international, I don't know if you want to call it humor or like, Cleverness, you know, that's part of why I think I'm so damn funny. I was in a former life, I was an electrician, and, you know, you work with people from walks of life, and immigrants that speak all types of languages get exposed to all types of cultures, and, you know, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of humor around the world. I like to focus on the stuff that we're common, and not the stuff we're different about, because we'll go around the carousel once, let's get it, nuance and context, pouring out your nose, when you roll with us, hope you're digging the content, review and subscribe. We're going to be dropping dimes as always. It's a not-so-full slate today. We've got 14 games. Though there is actually 15. It's a doubleheader. We're skipping the afternoon one. So you guys are on your own for that one. I didn't model it. I did my best to put G2 next to all the Atlanta Philly stuff on the sheets that I mentioned. That's the night game. Which, which by the way, modeled like a thousand runs. If you've been following the show, we do appreciate you. Thanks for grabbing the sword and the shield, being part of the failings here at 300, where we give the books nothing but take from them everything. Brian Rose, Tim York, Jeff L., everybody, Rich, Clark, Martin Rumba. I'd love to know if it's Martin or Martine. You know, anybody that takes their time out to hang with us, I want to get it right. I mean, you could call me Joan if you want. Just don't call me late for dinner, you know what I'm saying? All right, let's get in it and do the thing we do. Jay Shank, good morning. Sorry to get off topic, but where do we find your NFL info? We'll do the football stuff at the end of everywhere. We're going to be doing line reports at Betting Pros. I'm on Forward Progress. Well, I guess I'm allowed to pump that. Jay said pump, pump Forward Progress, right? So I'll be on Forward Progress with George. Man, me and him had a really cool connection, and I, I hope we were able to build on it. So I'm going to have my props with George on Forward Progress. I have a weekly line report on Betting Pros. I have a deep dive waiver article at the athletic every week and then i'm going to put up my betting stuff with all the data as it's rolling in now i get it in real time and all the all the stuff that matters now that we'll leave more advanced stuff, fantasy points for touch and all the round stuff ep man ep so it could match up better with defenses again my sheets my fantasy sheets were over like a lead balloon i think for football i'm known more for betting than fantasy so we're going to correct that. Let's have a, we're going to get into betting streets soon. I really took it easy, although I did miss. I want to mention the one prop that I did pump. I did miss. All right, that's enough of that. Fire Sports is J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I'll be at the game tonight. Put me to the freaking table, yo. 
Jets actually have a chance of beating the Bills. My boy Mikey Zafino talking all the shit, man. He is talking all the shit. If Buffalo kills New York, he's going to have to erase his Twitter handle. All right, let's get into the games. Patrick Corbin and the Nats, plus 115. Dogs on the road against Andre. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo-hoo. I like the, the Pittsburgh Pirates here. However, that one's not listed. Jay, can you could you see if it's up yet? I think on the Jackson end, I think it was tbd for right now. Oh, it looks like it is up. I don't know if you have probables also. Jay, do you have that anywhere? Maybe it's on the, like, the prop part of it. Because if it is, is Andre Jackson up on the list? All right, let's take a look at Corbin. He's not any good. Five and a quarter ERA, one and a half whip. Expected ERA at 6.3. Go get him. Single digit KBB, single digit finger strike. 25 CSW, 38 ball, 21 whip. Woof. 91% zone contact. Everybody hitting everything. 45 hard hit, 10% barrel equals what? You, the handsome French gentleman in the back. Yes, nearly two home runs per nine and a 372 expected Woba. You can pretty much go after, you know, Corbin. The light is green, nearly six year A last 40 days, 81 stuff plus on the Saris model. Sorry, Jay, I didn't notice if you actually got it there. Fire Sports has the Pirates TT. What's that look like? You know what? That might even be a little bit sharper, right, to try to eliminate any of the pitching wonkiness on the Pittsburgh side. The reason I do like Pittsburgh to win it, though, the bullpen's been phenomenal. So I think Jackson's better than Corbin. And then when you get to the bullpen, Pittsburgh lists 52 innings to a two-flat ERA, one-flat whip, sub-200 batting average allowed. Washington, 56 and two-thirds, four-and-a-half. Sierra, only 18% K rate. Nats offense in the tank right now, 69 WRC+, plus, 620 Team OPS. Pittsburgh is not great, but they are okay. They're kind of middling right now. WRC plus at 93, but the 43% hard hit is good. Single digits when you strike. Sub-30 chase, 88 zone contact is the reason for the 250 batting average. Also, a bunch of doubles. And they do run here and there. They haven't lately, but they do tend to run. They've also hit lefties pretty good. A little bit above average. So I like the Pirates to get this one. Jackson, I'm not buying the ERA. Sierra is like a full run better. But again, can you bring up the Pirates CT? That's probably the one we want. If it's four and a half, I think it's an absolute smasher. If it's five, it's a chin scratcher. I don't know if I want to need the six for the Pirates. Jay said no TT available and just keep an eye on it. Next up, Dakota Fanning Hudson on the bump for the Redbirds. Those Cardinals plus 145 dogs on the road in Baltimore against Dean Crispy Creamer and the Blackbirds with orange vests. Sorry, Jay. There's a new like there's a new like column in the side thing. I'm totally freaking out. I'm so OCD like. Anytime anything is off kilter like at all, honestly, you can expect me to pretty much haywire. William Craig, what's going on, man? If DK does highest scoring team. Will both Atlanta game totals apply? I I honestly don't know. That's a really, really good question. I actually have a feeling uh, one of two things. We either won't see it today or they post it after the first game starts. And we get some information for the second one. That's my gut feeling is. They've been putting it up even on shorter slates, so it must be something they like. They must be doing okay on it. People love the long odds. So keep an eye on it, Will Craig. Again, I'm going to really should cut out a minute at the end of every day to bring it up again. If you're unfamiliar, William, thanks for, for bringing it up, following the work and everything. Far sports, you too, my man. Part of the model and all the stuff that I do, if you see the implied team totals, that's that's everything. Everything. Don't I honestly don't touch that. That's everything. That's all the splits, all the home away, all the lefty righty, all the everything you can think of, expected stats, rolling weighted averages, plus bullpens, expected stats, and everything. K-walk, everything, just everything. Just absolutely. So it's quite literally what they're 
you know, challenging us to predict. So I love having it handy when they come out. I've got a few teams of about five today. Atlanta, the Cubs, Philadelphia. Remember, Atlanta and Philadelphia is the, both the night game. Cubs, Baltimore, and Seattle. Again, I mean, you know, a, if you're playing small and responsibly, you could easily hit four or five things and profit because, again, the odds start at like plus 13 or 1400. All right, now we got to hurry. So Dakota Fanning Hudson on the bump. He's terrible. Plus five and a half everything. I expected ERA and Sierra at five and a quarter. He has a 4% K minus BB. That is not any good. I mean, it's just been really brutal for him. So I'm pretty much getting away from Hudson whenever I can, and he's been awful on the road. Nearly 1,000 OPS, 6.5 XFIP, nearly 6 Sierra last 40 days go after Dakota Hudson for Dean Crispy Creamer on the road. Uh, at home, and saying on the bump, what I mean to say, 4 ERA, 129 with really kind of just a guy stuff. But now Baltimore, because the offense is good, the bullpen's really good, and the hitting environment is bad for hitters, good for pitchers, especially righties. He's getting by, you know. It's a two-year-a list, 40 days, probably indicators are like four and a half. The thing I like here is the price. I was surprised that Baltimore wasn't listed near like 160, 170. Offense has been excellent, 137 WRC plus to St. Louis, 101. And again, Baltimore, distinct average uh, advantage in the bullpen. 3.7 ERA, 3.7 Sierra, 6% walk, less than a homer, 9. St. Louis average at absolutely best. You know what, Jay? Let's get Baltimore at minus 135. I think that's fair. And especially with the bullpen, I want to let this one go. I know sometimes I've been a bit scared of the Cardinals' offense at times. But Baltimore's really swinging a hot stick. And if Hudson's going to pitch the contact, he's in, he's got the wrong team. So let's go with Baltimore to beat up. On the Cardinals, next up, it's the late game, so there's nothing up. I'll just do it really, really quick because I am waiting for this to drop. I have to bet the over. Atlanta versus Philly, game two. Kyle Wright versus Michael Lorenzen. Honestly, I, I like I said, I'm very clear and transparent about how I present my model and how I explain it and then how I follow it and stuff. I always, I don't change the numbers, but I do check when I get like statistical anomalies. So I, I have a sick outlier to the over in this one. I have modeled over 11 runs. It's just absurd. Like, it doesn't go there. So it's just everything you could think right with the 5-8 ERA, 1-8 whip, 5-4 expected ERA. Lorenzen has a sub-4 ERA, 1-17 whip, but all the indicators are closer to 5 than anything. 10% KBB, 22 whiff, Nearly 9% miss rate. I mean, that's going to get you hurt. Missing middle, middle to Atlanta. Yikes. And again, a nearly 6 ERA and a 6 Sierra last 40 days. That's Lorenzen, and both of these offenses are hobbing right now. Oh, my goodness. Get out of the way, the Braves. 298 team batting average, 887 team OPS, 136 WRC+. plus. Philadelphia, not to be outdone. 12 and a half walk rate. 41 fly ball, 44 pull, 44 hard hit, 12 and a half barrel. But also leading the league in steals, 16 steals, that's 500 PAs for the fighting Phillies. So they're not only like getting on and hit for power, but then they steal. Help them score a lot of runs. I mean, both these offenses are just absolutely killing right now. The bullpens have been okay. This is actually interesting. I juked myself 
because again, I was looking at the wrong game. They didn't have game one posted. They didn't have game two posted. Excuse me. They had game one, and it reminded me to say, this might be one of the few outliers where I want the F five over and not the full game. But it's going to depend on the numbers and stuff. So just keep an eye. You can follow me again. It's on Twitter. It's all free. Just bookmark that doc, right? It I update it every day. Open to criticisms. It has a email address, MLBMovingABG at Gmail. Any questions, comments, how to upgrade, it means a lot to me. You want to say thanks, you want to say F you, fatty, that too. So there's also a tip jar if you need some money. So let's move it on up to the north side. Dane Dunning and the Walker Texas Rangers 125 dogs on the road north of the border against the Basset Hound and the Bluebirds. Minus 145. I just, Jay, I, I, if anything, I'm honest. I try and be transparent the best that I can. I try to be an objective, model-based The Jays have hurt me emotionally. Yeah, and it shouldn't be the case, man. I bet all the Yankees. I bet against the Yankees. I love the Yankees. I I like the Jays' offense. You know, fantasy standpoint, just betting them, backing them, watching these guys come up. You know, I like good baseball. They are so immensely disappointing. The Jays are humming right now. The offense finally doing it. But the Jays have hurt me. And what I'm getting at is, and this could happen to anybody, I just don't want to bet them right now. I just don't want to bet on the Jays. And again, let's see if we can convince ourselves. Dane Dunning, the 125 dog, like I mentioned, 3-9 ERA, 127 whips, all the indicators at 4.5, 19K to 7.5 walk, 9 swing and strike, 21 whip, all below average, 8.5 miss, well below average, 89 zone contact, that's well below average. So you wonder like how the ERA is kind of getting supported. And it's a 286 Babbitt. But he's keeping the ball down as well. Sorry, I skipped past it. 47% ground ball. So like, there's your answer for how long. And it's funny, Toronto hits a lot of ground balls. But they also hit the ball hard. 6-6 Sierra for Dunning last 40 days. But all the indicators closer to four. That just, they're screaming at us like, he's just a guy. He's just a ground ball and guy. The Basset Hound, 3-7. ERA, 118 whip. We've seen the up and down. He's also got pretty heavy splits, but this would be the time to back him. At home, he's been fantastic. 185 BA allowed, 559 OPS, 28 ERA, three quarters of a home run with a 2-6 ERA last 40 days. Texas offense starting to pick it back up, though, as far as the discipline stuff is in particular. 11% walk, 10 swing and strike, 27.5 chase. Those are all like well above average. So they're going to force you into the zone, plus they're making a lot of contact, 87%. In zone, 42 ply fly ball, 41 hard hit, 9% barrel. All pretty strong. We know there's a lot of talent. They really haven't scored runs at batting average really low. Again, fly balls will hurt you in that respect. Toronto offense just, man, blowing off the page again. I believe, yeah, I support my own work. I think my work is good, everybody. Go check it out. You know, I am compulsive, so these things are at the very least, they're neat. They're compartmentalized, and they're very you know, strictly formatted, because I think that's important with the amount of information you handle betting baseball every day. You can't get in, I'm not saying you can't get into minutia, but you have to have, like, if you think of yourself as a sculptor, and every day you're building a sandcastle on the shoreline, you says, I write, 
and every day is your goal to get it as detailed as possible. The best way to do that is to start with the with the the initial clump having some cutouts in it at least. And that's hopefully what I'm providing to the market at large. Again, you know, several hundred people have agreed to this. Let me help you, you know, save these time. I know I've been there. Well, Chrome tabs, some of these things have pop-ups trying to mix advanced stats and different accounts. I just got it all for you. That's all set up. You know, so go check it out. Toronto right now, rocking and rolling. Number one on base percentage in the league, a 393 team BA. Number one in doubles, top three in Ks and BB percentage. Check it out. 16 strikeouts, but 13 and a half walk, eight swing strike. <laughs> they're, in, they're forcing you in the zone with an 88 barrel. 39 fly ball, 44 pull, pretty good, but the hard hit rate otherwise, not good. You know, they're not, they're actually not hitting the ball hard, which is funny. 29 hard hit, 6% barrel. So it's like a lot, it's funny, the Blue Jays kind of get by in that. It's like a lot of level, they're like level swingers. I mean, that's what you think of like a good hitter would be. Anyway. I think we got to go for this one. Texas bullpen's been a disaster. Six ERA list, 59 in the third inning, 1-6 whip, 291 BA allowed, 13 and a half barrel, 2 and a half over 9. Come on, Jay, we got to go with the Jays if they're near, you know, if they're, if we're still getting them, what, what do you got, 145? You know, we haven't really paid this, but there is some, there is a little bit of theory to this going on. Oh, you're doing a little bit better, and that's with bet stamp. Wow, what a great time to pump them, Jay, clear your throat, get ready to do your thing, my man. Yeah, let's get with it, and that's why, obviously, why do you want to use bet stamp people, because they have, because good prices are good. Jay, do a better job explaining it tonight. For sure, John, I got you here. Um, it's easy. The simplest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and to always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Betstamp compares uh, odds across every sports book, including games, player props, and futures. Save time and money by downloading the app. Uh, check the App Store or the Google Play Store. You can find it Betstamp or head over to the website Betstamp.app. Uh, and if you're looking to support the show, Make sure you check out uh, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Uh, it'll take you to a page where you can sign up to a bunch of sports books if you haven't signed up already. So if you're looking to get more sports books and support the show, head over to betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Now back to John. All right, man, let's do it. Next up, this used to be the marker calendar event of mid September when the Yankees went to Boston, but no one cares right now. Holy Schmidt, it's Clark Bar on the bump for the Yankees. Plus 110, slight dogs on the road. Let's not bury the lead because i got to hurry up. I like the Yankees F5 with the run today. Jay, so let's get that one. Clark Schmidt, 4-5 ERA, 1-3 whip. All the indicators, at least a half run better. 23K to only 6 walk. That's very strong. 34% ball rate is very strong. 44 ground ball, 32 hard hit. A lot of stuff that we like. The X-Wolver right at 300. He struggled on the road, but again, a lot of that was early season. Last 40 days, that's not the five ERA, but it's three and a half X fifth, three and a half Sierra. That's what I'm looking at. Clark Schmidt's been really good. Again, when you when you're really, really terrible to start a baseball season, it just takes a long time. Yeah, William Craig with that for Rose Toronto stats in the chat, man. Bottom third, OPS runners in scoring position. That's kind of lucky, right? If you get good hitters, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I think that's part of the explanation. Just don't let them get hot, right? It's that kind of offense. On the other side, it's Cutter with a K Crawford. 
436 ERA, 115 whip. Now, this is a guy I was really supporting. This is kind of the flip side, though. There were a lot of things we liked as far as Crawford, but now his lines are all moving in the wrong direction. And I think what's happening is he hasn't really gotten this treatment before. He was like a, a starter and he was getting pushed. It was every five days. I didn't check innings limits, but I'm pretty sure the workload limit is right at its max, if not. And I think that's what we're going after today. So first off, he's been awful at home. Six and a half ERA in Boston. But then also last 40 days, 6.75 ERA, but a five and a half XFIP and the five Sierra. Again, whenever you have the Yankees and it's a righty, you know you're going to hope to just get a run or two. Although they've gotten a little now without Jason Dominguez, but the Yankees have got a bit of juice there. Just adding some young blood in there. You know, you're getting Peraza, you're getting Cabrera, you're getting Wells. Who would have thought they're better than Willie Calhoun and Jake Bowers and company? That was, the Yankees deserve it to get. OPMG, good to see you, my friend. Thanks for hopping aboard. Really, you know, you're an all-star around here. We, we, we appreciate you. Now, the Boston bullpen's been so bad, and the Yankee bullpen has actually been pretty good. I would, Jay, if you didn't lock it in, maybe I should have went with the full game there. I don't know why. I just kind of got a little chicken-esque. I, actually, I'm not even sure if I bet. You know what's funny? I talk about methodology and why I do the things that I do. I actually have the Yankees winning outright. Yeah, Yankee on the full game run line is way too high. What about the F5 run line? Is it still palatable? Is it near that, like, 135, 140? Because I'll go there for the half run. That's what I like. Getting, getting Schmidt spotted a run through five against Carter Crawford is something I could definitely dig. I see the full game. What about the F5, eh, homie? Yeah, see, I think that's really where I'd want to go because we can get that at minus 130, which is a lot more palatable than minus 170. And, like, I think I just want to be wham bam the end of that. You know, if we get it, Crawford, and even if they're both good, I love cashing on the tie. So give me that one and let's move forward. I have that one posted. I didn't post a lot of action today for subs, a lot of gross games. Also, books are kind of, you know, I get it. They're doing what they do. They're, they're, and I put this properly because it's not like shady. It's, you know, they're profit driven. So I think where they're spending more resources on other sports footballs in right now, obviously taking over the world. So it's much easier. To just like model the baseball stuff, leaned heavy to the favorites, juice up all the favorites, dare the public to take the dogs. Because again, we know we're in that part of the year where I love betting underdogs, but it's not saying now is not the time. It's just you're overthinking it a bit. You're, you're galaxy brain because we are, there are some spots that are are unpalatable. I get baseball's variant. Yes, 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 I get it. But there are some spots that are just unpalatable. There are teams that are waving the white flag. Rolling out guys that are either too old or too hurt and letting them go for too long. All right, so next up, Zach Davies and those snakes with shapes on their back plus 125 dogs, which kind of shocks me. On the road against the Let's Go, Mets Go, and Quintana. I swear, oh my goodness, how many times is this guy going to burn me? I don't know. Jeez, the F5 at 5 here, I guess they're, the books are seeing what I'm seeing. I was hoping... When I saw the Mets were listed as a favorite, maybe they were expecting some semblance of low scoring. But no, that's not the case. Those lines are all at five or five and a half, at four and a half. I don't, I don't think it's actually out there in the wild. So it's Zach Davies, who's been brutal, 6-8 ERA, 1-6 whip, five, plus 5 Sierra, plus 5 expected. Just everything terrible that you could possibly imagine. 8.4 ERA on the road. 
plus five XFIP last 40 days. Quintana, three ERA flat on the season, 617 OPS. Sierra is about five. And then just everything we generally tax, single KBB, single swinging strike, 20% whip, 90% zone contact, just everything that we generally do. But he's so good at keeping it down and working around the bottom of the zone. It's not just a 42 ground ball. It's a 27% hard hit rate, point. 1-7, Homer 9. I mean, these are just jumping off the page, but the indicator's just not buying it. Plus 5, Sierra last 40 days, 80 stuff plus on the Saris model. It's usually terrible, you know? Like, you should. This is screaming negative regression. But like I said, the books are already on it, so why test fate? Let it happen. Arizona's just struggling. They're not very good against lefties, so it's not really the best spot for an over. That offense is really struggling. I mean, bottom 3 in OPS and fly ball rate, bow rate, 86 WRC plus is gross. Mets offense also pretty bad. Just, I mean, it's bad, you know. Bottom five in runs, bottom five in K rate, 12 and a half swinging strike, 82 zone contact. That's not really Davies game, but we've seen that during the strikeout leader stuff. You And my under strikeout stuff, my man OP. Davies doesn't strike on anybody. Michael doesn't strike on anybody. And he goes out there and starts whipping guys on strikeout teams. Again, part of the surrender thing is guys are just, yeah. Not to say wrapping it up, just you know, thinking about golf, they're thinking about the kids, they're thinking about getting in the ice bath and healing up. They're thinking about maybe trying to tack on a few more home runs. The batting, batting average ain't going anywhere at this point. But you might be able to tack on five homers. So, just to give you a little bit of reality, I would fade this one. I got a bunch of that tonight. Next up, this one's just to watch. The numbers are too low to get on. Flatfish of Florida, Tyler Glass now. He's the man on the bump, minus 125 on the road against Sunny Day Gray, the Twinkies, plus 110. This one's really, really where you want to be. I mean, if you're watching, I always have a hard time with these games. Again, it's not saying I'm right, you're wrong. We're more likely than not, it's just different. I, I struggle to find edge news. You know, these guys are awesome. Last now, 33.5% K rate to 7 walks. I mean, Gray's 24 to 8, but still he's been excellent. Sub 3 ERA, 612 OPS. 0.4, Homer 9. I mean, he's been very good at home. This one's going to have playoff vibes for sure. Offense is probably it's even maybe slight edge to the Twins. So it's pitching edge to the Rays, offensive edge to the Twins. And that's like why that's why I even bother, but it's not the pricing. That's I think that's my point on betting these games. It's not the price is hard to find. So what's the allure? Is it just the excitement of gambling? I'm over that. So I'd rather just leave this one, but just to leave you with some decent analysis if I can. I've got this one pretty much modeled. I get it's I've got it modeled to the under. This one was I did I even did I, I might even post this game. If I post it, I'm gonna share it. If I didn't, then I'm not. No, I didn't post it. That doesn't mean I, sh- I should. Okay, here's what I'm getting at. The F5 was low, was posted at 4. But the full game was posted at 8. And that's not saying it's a red flag, because that's a green light usually. In these games with the low scoring and the good bullpens, plus pitchers that can go distance. Jeez, is it? can we get a U8 at, at near even money, minus 110? Maybe we should take that. That might have been a bit of my calendar showing it. All the analysis has it, has it heading there. But I got to move on so we can get going. If it's U8 and near your money now, they're all at seven and a half. No thanks. I wanted the, that little bit I wanted to push on the eight just in case. So no thanks. Let's move it on, my man. This one again wasn't even listed. 
see if Kansas City and the White Sox are up, which is funny, all the probable projection sites seem to be in agreement. OPMG touching my heart right now, wind beneath my wings, says, I appreciate the free knowledge, helping me to be profitable, getting paid to learn. Oh, my heart is so warm. Thank you so much, where it's not madness. This is called the pen, baby. This is 300. This is how we rock and roll. Really do appreciate everybody out there. It means, means the world. Rate, review, and subscribe if you want the show back next year because that stuff matters more than it should. All right. If you got Royals and White Sox, Jay, we'll look at it. If not, I, I don't even know if it's worth it. We can do it really, really quick. I had Singer projected versus Cease. And I don't even know. You could probably get like the, the Spider-Man GIF out. They both really, really struggle at times and both have shown to be really, really good at times. But they both have a plus six ERA last 40 days. Both of the offenses are well below average. Both of the bullpens have a plus five and a half ERA in the last two weeks. So if something's got to give, I'd probably be leaning on the over. But again, it's, it's not posted. And then to the other point of that, regardless of what like algos and pitching analysis are going to tell us, these offenses stink. I'm not going up to 10. Right? Don't let them, don't let them push you into double digits. If this goes eight and a half or oh nine. That's something that I think we can go. We won't, we don't want to need the, the tenth one. Next up, this one is the other watch of the night. It's the Jesus Lizard, Jesus Lizardo, and the Marlins on the bump against the Beer Makers and Sheriff Woody, Brandon Woodruff. Minus 155 uh, favorite, that feels a little heavy. See, and that's kind of what I was talking about. Early in the season, we get this one closer. They almost tempt you to you know, go on and get the other way. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it. Lazardo's been, I mean, he's had a very good season. The struggles of late, I think, might be a bit wonky. Five and a quarter ERA last 40 days. The indicator's not necessarily buying it. But he's really kind of struggled on the road this year, making it hard to back. And also, if I'm not incorrect, it's the Brewers have really kind of killed the lefties. And we've noticed those splits have really mattered this year. Intra-season splits. Brewers, one of the worst right-hand hitting teams in the league, 293 expected Woba last 30. One of the best left-handed hitting teams, 340x, 354 Woba. Miami Marlins just kind of stink, 300x Woba versus righties, 293 versus lefties are just pretty terrible. Milwaukee's got the upper hand as well. See, and that's what I mean. At 135, I probably want it. 130, I probably want it. Not enough to go with the run line. Definitely not enough for the F5 run lines. I've kind of soured on that bet. It feels very greedy. Do I know they do cash? See, I think I'm leaving this one. Although, I'll be honest, Milwaukee probably makes a good parlay pair. I actually didn't. I paired Cubs and Mariners, which we didn't get to. In case I forget, and people are listening later on in the commute home. We can bin the Brewers. I think that's a binnable, it's a binnable event. Next up, Mason Miller and the A's. Plus 265 dogs on the road against Framber Valdez. I'm the biggest Mason Miller stand in the world. All right, so don't even come to me with that stuff at all. The thing is, man, I also love Framber. He struggled as of late, but the Houston offense has been so good. They have a 401 Woba as a team last 500 plate appearances, 159 WRC plus. That's first, first in runs, average OBP, OPS, 951 team OPS, first in strikeouts. Also, some contact, 89%. I mean, can't mess with the Astros. 
stinks, but we'll, we could bet on Miller in five days when he plays anybody but the Astros. But whenever Mason Miller is on the bump, I'm like an auto F5. He's had 23 innings to a 309 ERA, but a .9 whip and a 512 OPS. Three and a half barrel, .4 Hormonine, 265 expected Woba. And if you're into the granular stuff, I don't want to say it like I used to be, but when I had time to be, he is pure sex. I mean, Mason Miller is one of, it's everything. It's like, it's, it's everything. It's like the best fastball in the world. Like, quite literally, he's like one of the best four-seamers on, on the planet Earth. So he's going to be awesome. The public absolutely despises the A's. But again, even considering the price, I just don't think we're going to have a chance. Because Valdez has been good, and that the Oakland offense is, you know, they're so up and down, but it's the it's everything that they do wrong. Oakland, bad discipline, framework and control. Oakland, too many ground balls, framework a ground ball machine. You know, they got to get by, like Homer, she doesn't give them up, so... Just leave this one. We'll get into him in five days. Next up, this one I have is a runaway. This one's pretty easy. It's Jordan Wicks and the Cubs on the road in the altitude against Kyle Freeland and the Rockies, who are firmly waving the white flag. I probably could have went for a cover on this one. Do I have the Cubs by a million? I do. I just didn't want to go run line. Jay, is the Cubs run line in the positive money? Maybe I'm, again, I've been looking to keep the volume down. We, I had a pretty successful season. I'm very happy with where we at. And I don't want to just burn the profits, to be honest. Yeah, I know it's cowardice, but, you know, it's part of it, unfortunately, sometimes. I was talking about the full game of my dude. Because, again, when we're facing Colorado, we want to get a we want to get a sniff at the Colorado bullpen. Eight ERA list, 46 and a third. My goodness, so bad. They're so, so bad. So how about a full game Chicago Cup cover? Nathan Serna, what's going on? Anytime I see a new name, welcome to Sparta. Thanks for grabbing the sword and the shield. We walk him through the tunnel, over to the pit very politely. To kick their ass right in the hole. <laughs> it ain't man, this is Sparta, baby. Come on, because we get it when we fit it right here. This is the craziest freaking show on the internet. If only people knew about it. Jay, full game cover. All right, it's not. It's juiced up. Maybe that's what turned me off to it. Although, one minus 115, not any bad. You want to mix up the bins or you want to go three gamer, Jay? I should leave that one up to you. Because I know I like the Cubs. We know we like the Mariners. Although, you know what? Let me stop you right there. The Mariner game, I re- I have modeled up again near two runs. So let's do that one. Let's compare. Let's pair Milwaukee and Cubs and play into the model. Let's lean into the model. I think that's if we're going to be conservative, I think that's the best way to do it. That way, at least I have all my my backing. So we're going to pair the Brewers win with the Cubs win. Not be greedy and just compare. That one was like plus one thirty, I think, or something. Probably even better because the Brewers number is good, minus one sixty. So hit that one. And I'm going to move it on without you into the aforementioned game. I mean, do we have to break it break down? I hate doing pitching stuff in cores. This is the three-phase edge. Wicks, who is very good. Freeland, who is very bad. The Cubs' offense is good, though struggling. They're still good. The Cubs' the Rockies' offense is bad and struggling. They're really bad. 61 WRC+, plus, 26K, 15 swing to strike. Wicks should have his way with them. They only have six home runs as a team in the last two weeks. It is really, really bad for the Rockies. Waving white flag, and like I mentioned, eight ERA last two weeks. Next up, it's another three-phase edge. So let's not bury the lead. Let's just take the Mariners on the run line. Mariners smoking hot. My boy Logan Gilbert on the mound against Reed Detmers breaking my heart. He really kind of fell apart. This might be a workload thing, too. I chased him last year into the breakout. Got him in fantasy this year, and you just got to get away from him. It's been really ugly. 
4-8 ERA, 1-4 whip does not tell the tale of now what's become a double-digit walk rate of the season. Too many fly balls, too many hard hits, and lefties have just killed this man. Lefties batting 300 with a 920 OPS and two home runs per nine. 560 ERA on the road with a 5-3 XFIP on the validation side. 6-4 ERA last 40 days, 5.7 Sierra. Woof. Reed Detmers. Logan Gilbert to go. 3-6 ERA, one flat whip. Love my boy. Always chasing him. Plus 21% K minus BB, 33% ball, all the stuff we're looking for in terms of control. He's suppressed hard contact. He's he's doing it all. I love him. I know he's given up some home runs, but like, I'm not really buying it. And again, it's not just because I not just because I like him, which is funny. But I just don't think it's there. You know, I don't I think the one three. I'm sorry, the um one five homer nine on at home, I think is bogus. It's a two nineteen batting average, six sixty OPS, three fifty XFIP, right? So the regression. That's why I like using XFIP for the home stuff, because it's it's home run regression more or less. Learn something, fill in the cap. There you go. Two seven ERA. Three Sierra last 40 days for Gilbert. He's been really damn good. And the Seattle offense is awesome. Although they're on the sellout tip, too, if you're following us. Again, I'm very proud of this stuff. But, like, if you're in the bar and you hear people talking about baseball, there are terms that we drop that you just know it's one of our water bottles. Buy a man a drink. Buy a woman a drink because, you know, total degen. But in the best kind, right? We're, we're degeneratively obsessed with improvement, with rationale, you know, movements, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. And then what ends up happening, you hit Jedi status, like I have, where you didn't disconnect emotionally. That's the very last thing from the outcomes. And you could spot these people a mile away. Which is what people... People put it on me, man. Let's do a jam going in five minutes away. Extra five, because we're going to do this. It's a really good lesson to get out with. You know, I like to leave people with something every single day that maybe not be associated with game breakdowns. So you want to come back the next day and say, man, I care about a Philly Braves breakdown three days after the game happened. Yo, that dude is on something, man. Glenn Hans, welcome aboard. Do you look for pitchers? Higher low swing percentage for hitters on the K-Prop. Maybe at the end we'll do a little K-Prop. OBMG, drop them the hose on him in the comment section, man. Do me a favor if you like, you can DM me. You can also DM Matt Williams. Change the L's for sevens on Twitter. He'll throw you in a group chat and get it explained to you. Again, the door is open, it swings both ways. Derailed myself. Oh, derailed myself on the lesson trying to incorporate people. What the hell was I talking about? I guess it could have been that important. Cali Seattle. Uh, I don't remember. Oh well. What can you do? These things happen. I wanted to, I had something really good rolling. It's going to be worth the extra five. And I guess, well, what <laughs> What can you do? I botched it. I dropped the ball. Well, these things happen. So you don't learn something. Really. Take your life back. Unfrusty. Follow it. I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. <laughs> I can imagine. Kevin Williams and the Guardians on the ball. Plus 135 dog against Alex Cobb. Can a court on the Cobb. I'm really slipping, man. Losing it. Minus 140 favorite. And those gigantes. This one had me chin scratched like a few times. I was hoping for a F5 5. Jeff L says, Oh, the DM thing. Yeah, on verified Twitter. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry. We'll tag you, bro. Him. 
you take me. I'm gonna make, I make time for all the members of 300. Anytime, man. Especially you, you know, I you know, I know you. I know that you know, and I know you, homie. Man, I was on some good like procedure and being really smart. You know that keeps you, you know, in the game and sustainable and why that stuff matters. You know, like I'm telling you, man, being being you know obsessed with the right things and disconnect. That's where I was going emotionally, right? And that, this is the lesson I knew I was gonna get it around. People t- think like. Yo, you like if you complain, yo, that's part of it. Enjoy it, have fun. But you also gotta remember, we all have emotional valves. Here's the feather. It must be released from time to time, regardless of how stoic you think you are. <laughs> Thanks, Will. It was, man. It was. But more than that, more than that is actually to. This is like part of the of the digestion of the sport itself, like I said. I know I watch, a lot of people here watch. So part of it is rooting for your bet. I disagree wholly with the, you know, boomer teeth mashing old people. I don't even want they break. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. It's not fun. It's It's not fun for you. It's not fun for you. I hoot and holler and complain like a pepper, okay, people? While the game is happening. While the game is happening, once it's over, disconnect. Plus, baseball has no clock. You should always root for a win. I don't like that. Negativity is really bad. I'm not. I don't think you can manifest positivity. I'm like, oh man, yeah. But yes, I don't think. But I do think you should be positive because worrying is a waste of your time and negative energy doesn't help you get anywhere. Those are the good reasons. Like, stay positive, man. It's gonna help you throw a strike. That doesn't help. But being positive is good for you. Also, part of it. So I root, I cheer, I holler, I complain about bad calls, anyone else. And but then when it's over, you honestly can't even get me to think about it. I, I you you can't care. We don't throw the ball, we don't swing the bat, we do the analysis, we place the bets. So what does that mean? You control your work ethic, you control the risk. The rest of the stuff is going to take care of itself. If you're properly handling the inputs, that's why, right? All these things are in symbiosis. All the stuff that we talk about, the, the opposite of just garbage in, garbage out. What's the opposite of garbage in, garbage out? You know, chocolate in one. See what my mind is, right? What's the great thing on earth? The other two things I can think of, I can say P and W. Anyway, but it really does matter. And again, I know Jay, that stuff means a lot to you too. How we we pride ourselves here. Cold Defend HQ, Redhead Stepchild of the Habit Betting Network. Leaving people with the real shit that matters. And that's some real shit, man. I root, and that's okay. But when it's over, you gotta let it go. Don't bring people in. They're not scumbags. I hate it. Don't do that. Negative energy. Think about the passion you just had. Put that into the work. You know? And, and that, those are the good lessons. Alright, man. Let's finish up strong as always, Mr. J. So I thought this one, Cleveland and San Francisco, was gonna be at, at 5... I was tempted to go under the four and a half. The model was kind of nudging me to do so. What's the pricing look like on it? Is it sometimes they're like minus like a hundred? Oh, they want they want us to juice for that. No, I'm not going. That I'm not going for. So I'm talking about people again, just to stay in line with methodology after all that and getting back on track with the game analysis is the betting process. When I'm on unders, I generally go at five because I want to focus on pitching and avoid we hashtag we hate bullpens and hashtag we hate post runners. 
And the opposite, if I'm looking for overs, I want full game because I want to take advantage of those things. With the boost in offensive environment, be careful with the four and a half, man. We want that at five, especially if they're going to juice it. So key, I know people people tend to look at totals and not another feather, not look at the pricing, but you do have to look at the pricing because also it's part of reading the tape, meaning the standard price for a total is minus 110. When you start seeing minus 130s, that's the first leading indicator that a full shift may come. You could use that to your advantage to trail prices and get in front of things. Again, gosh, we're just learning like a mother here, yo. Right between and subscribe if you agree. Now we got to get out of here. We're pushing. I'm like five turning ten. It's going to be eight long. Next up, last one, Pedro Avila and the Padres on the road, on the bump, 150 dogs against the trolley Dodgers. Hollywood, always up to no good. And Gavin, Emma Stone. I mean, I guess Avila's been okay. I think we went over Avila. He doesn't go distance. He's hard to back. I don't know who's coming in for San Diego. That, like, follower thing has been a nightmare. Stone's been atrocious so far. Ten and a half ERA, 2.3 whip, although it's Dodgers. They'll probably end up being great. His The stats are comical. Lefty's hitting 325. Righty's hitting 444. 419 batting average allowed at home to 1,000 OPS, seven and a half ERA. It's sometimes just fun to read this stuff. Hard to back into one of these teams. I mean... I think, if anything, you're probably looking for an over. Is this one listed, Jay? I don't know if they listed Padres Dodgers. If this one's listed anything in a single digit, I think we remember to get there. Let's look at the bullpen. Hold on. I don't know if I, the bullpen might be the might be the, the killer. Yeah, the Dodgers bullpen's been so good. Same for the Padres. How about the F5 over? See, this, again, I set parameters that can only be circumvented by outliers. And this would be one of those things. Where we have two pitchers that could potentially just get absolutely murdered. Man, there's even there's an 05 there. Who's and it's legit too. You know, that that I think we really like. I'm gonna have to run the post that one. Cause now that one I that one I could dig 05. Five and a half, I don't want to go to six through five, but I don't want to shift into the bullpen. Because this one smells like a game where you can get over and then and then flatten it. Right? We got strong offenses with really bad pitchers. Jay, hit the 05, F5, 05. I like there's one outlier out there with the four and a half. You can find that, man. I mean, you're paying juice, but like, geez. So let's go F505 at minus, minus 130, which again is right at the edge again, right? So you can see that. That book, you want to get to it now. Visit NGM, I think. You want to get to it now before they make the full shift. Right? They're sucking up whatever last dollars before it goes, or they're just slow to market action. That will do it, everybody. Whoa. Sorry, that was just a mouthful again. Right? As the other shows are mailing it in and fooling around and whatever they're doing. I mean, it, it wasn't good in the first place. So when, when people are doing it wrong and poorly, then stop working hard and top of it. If they were working hard in the first place, that's what you get. That's why you come here. Nuance and context pour that you know is game analysis, process, methodology, risk management. Who's talking about these things, right? Who's Sustainable betting methodology should be at the center of everything. Very last feather. I Hopefully I can remember to mention it every single freaking day. The best thing you can do for yourself if you're first learning how to bet, because these things become legal, is one, ignore almost everything, and two, bet with digital, uh, you know, paper money, if I'm sorry. Go into demo mode, is what I mean to say. We call it paper trading, but when I think about with paper money, right, it doesn't sound right. Paper trading in, in trading means demo, no real live cash. That's what I'm saying. 
Show yourself that you can earn money in the live market for 30 days, even two weeks. Turn a profit before you go live. Because if you don't, that was money you saved. And if you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. Think about how many reloads I just saved you with one little piece of advice. Prove to yourself that you're profitable. We used to call it a combine. Put yourself through a combine. Show 30 days of profit. Show 14 days of profit. Show 60 days of profit. And then go live. The whole time you're doing it, back test, adjust, see what you're doing right, see what you're doing wrong, see if you can maximize those things before you go live. And boom, last piece of advice, that'll do it. Everybody. Thanks for picking up or putting down from the best producer in the game, Mr. Cooper. And <laughs> I just slipped down to, uh, you know, top 25 analysts after the last couple of days, man. But, you know, right? Even I go and sideways. Ah, I see you. Jay, scrolling through the bets. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you and everyone out there. Rate, review, and subscribe matters more than it should. I can't believe we went got over 1,000 subs, but smash the like button. Because believe it or not, in a couple of months, I will be presenting this data. Look how many likes and look how many... And that's, and that's going to be it. To think, like you were... This, like a, this is like a never-ending story. You're out there in storybook land, able to affect the real story, you know? But it really is the truth. So... William Craig, appreciate you so much. BGC, enjoy you guys' day. Hanging out with us the whole time, contributing, being part of the immersive experience we're trying to provide. Gosh, touches me right there. So, enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we dump at the book. Enjoy the pay. From J&J, remember, when you work this hard, there's a lot less like luck. Remember, all the betting data is free. Check it out on Twitter. Peace.